0: Hey, everyone. It's Matt. From that time, we woke up in a podcast and had to explain manga. Our heated adventures overanalyzing manga we find interesting, otherwise known as the Cast. Uh It's summer break over here. So uh, unfortunately, our editor, Sam, has taken the week off. So we're not going to have a full episode for you. Uh, we do have a discussion uh, where me and Sam a bit ago talked about the nature of filler. So um, that's up for you. Uh, and in case you wanted to hear more of us, because uh, this will be a little bit of a shorter episode this week, Uh, I recently guest spotted on uh, One Podcast Prevails, a Detective Conan podcast, um, where we went over the cruise ship murder case. Uh, Go over, check them out in the show notes below. Uh, It was episode 72. Anyway, enjoy the episode.
1: my name is Sam, and uh, we got a bit of a special episode here today. Uh, we don't have a Jay or a Jake; instead, it's me and Matt. Hi. <laughs> yeah, we've uh, we are without our two extra co-hosts. So uh, instead of going over a, a specific manga, we're gonna do a filler episode because everyone loves those. I mean, legitimately, yes. They can't the filler episodes can be fun, but this is the uh, filler episode on filler. <laughs> it's uh, extremely meta. I mean, where, where do we start with filler? Like, I mean, There's the obvious places to start, but those are all all the examples I can think of are anime. Rather than uh, in a manga, I feel like manga aren't as subject to filler. That's what I'm saying. I don't think you could have filler in a manga
0: because the very definition of like filler is padding. And I think what you get to a lot of the times is um, people use filler to describe things, even when they're the source medium you you don't see that a lot in like manga, but you see that a lot in like Western cartoons. People mm-hmm. are like, oh, this is just a dumb filler episode. And what they meant to say was this isn't crucial to the current overarching plot, but that's not the same thing.
1: Yeah, because the base idea of filter or er, filter uh, filter, the base idea of filler is supposed to be this is an adaptation and the uh We are caught up to the source material and we need to fill our time slot. That's why Naruto had its infamous 100 plus episodes of filler. You mean it's four seasons of filler? Yes.
0: (laughs) I mean, so um, (laughs) it's kind of a necessary evil of the industry, though. There's a really good gift from uh, the Gintama anime because what doesn't Gintama do the best? Mm -hmm. Uh, where it's them describing what happened like the nature of filler is either you slow down because um manga content can only release so quickly so you've got two options with an anime you either slow down and adapt one chapter into two episodes (coughs) one piece (coughs) um It's a modern one piece is not a thing I would recommend people watch. Uh, I do because I have Stockholm syndrome, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but um, no, or the alternative is you put in filler episodes, which one piece used to do. And,
1: Some of them were good. Some of them weren't. Uh, (laughs) Whenever I think of the word filler, uh, I think of the last episode of Naruto I saw in the four-season filler arc, which involved Naruto using the Rasengan, you know, that super powerful signature technique that was this huge journey for him to learn and a really amazing milestone. He uses it as a makeshift motorboat propeller. That works. (laughs) (laughs) And... As much as I'm all for creative use of powers, that is just the image that pops into my head. <laughs> and it seemed so if, if that's the part that made me go, you know what? I really don't care. Nothing is happening. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because that's that's the main thing about filler is it's always going to be inconsequential. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're never going to see anything like major plot related. You're not going to
1: gain new powers or worst case, you gain new powers and then they never mention them again yeah. <laughs> uh, to use a Dragon Ball example, because the movies, because Jake isn't here, I've got to be the one that comes in with the Dragon Ball examples. Uh, the movies for DBZ or all nearly all the Dragon Ball movies aren't canon. So there is a. Very specific episode, or very specific movie, uh, Lord Slug, which happened around the time the Namek Saga was airing, and they needed Goku to have some sort of rage-based power-up, but Super Saiyan hadn't happened yet. So... They did this like extremely bootleg version of Super Saiyan. He had the glowing aura, he had the spiky hair, but his hair didn't change color and his eyes were just blank white. It lasted for all of five minutes. That
0: sounds like a power up that is almost certainly in Dragon Ball Heroes, and I would love to read that. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon. Maybe we're gonna have to do it without Jacob. <laughs> yeah,
1: <but laughs> Dragon Ball Heroes is basically filler. The anime is but it's a manga is there a manga to it i only heard about it being like an anime and a, I think a card game oh in- no hold on <laughs> excuse the mechanical keyboard yes <laughs> it, it's all for uh aesthetic background noise purposes no. um, um, the only time i can think of like what you would potentially call filler in a manga is if the is it for one, if the manga is the not the original source, like Dragon Ball Super, mm-hmm. or even uh that time I woke up or that's not it. Uh My Next Life is a villainess mm-hmm. Because that's like the third degree of separation adaptation <clears throat> from the original material. I mean my next life is a villainess is basically only filler. Uh- <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, um
0: so on the note of uh, Dragon Ball Heroes, uh the manga came first. It is a spin-off of the Dragon Ball Super manga, which is not the original, but we're not going down that rabbit hole. Uh so it's a mm-hmm. spin-off of Dragon Ball Super. Although uh the anime based off Dragon Ball Heroes takes significant detours and is basically its own thing. So Huh.
1: <laughs> the uh the Dragon Ball universe is weird. <laughs> It is exceptionally weird, and yeah, that, that's it. It's exceptionally weird. That's the long and short of it.
0: But really, the best part about filler is when you get, like, cool character moments that make sense. They're mostly <laughs> inconsequential, but they at least fill the gap so that you can have <laughs> good episodes later on. And one of my favorite examples of that is uh, Goku and Piccolo learning how to drive. the infamous car driving episode. I mean, Goku, you need to learn how to drive. I'll need someone to help me with the groceries.
1: (laughs) I mean, I guess we kind of got pay off of that in Dragon Ball Super where he knows how to drive a tractor. (laughs) He did need to learn how to drive. He needed a license. I don't know how transferable the skills between car and tractor are, but there you go. I mean, it's it's Dragon Ball universe, so they're all probably capsule Corp. So mm-hmm. filler episodes also have a way of if you do think of them as being consequential, cause really weird um, twists in the universe. Uh, another thing that I'm sure <laughs> if Jacob was here, he could be uh, much more expansive upon it uh, in Yu-Gi-Oh, there is actually when we went over the Yu-Gi-Oh manga there was almost a filler chapter that we had to that we read through in our reading the one with the um the love letter puzzle that wasn't filler that was just
0: badly paced mm-hmm. like it there is some plot there because it is why um it's been so long i've forgotten their actual Honda. names uh tristan <laughs> You remember, <laughs> yeah. um, no, uh, Honda. So that's that episode and that chapter is the reason why Honda goes from I don't know anything about Yugi to I guess I'll hang out with him because mm. he's Joey's friend. True, Jonichi. Yeah, true, true. I, I, so I, if you want a real filler episode we read in the Yu-Gi-Oh! manga, the one where they um, have a Digimon like little pocket pet oh, thing that yeah. the main characters aren't even in. They show up at the end, but the plot is resolved based on, based on what yu gi does. <laughs> like, but it's so inconsequential and it establishes like weird, like, because uh, that computer program was just naturally evil and magic mm-hmm. had nothing to do with Egypt had nothing to do with anything if this was an anime everyone would say that's the weird filler episode that made like other forms of dark magic canon like um like in yu-gi oh where they uh the knights of atlantis with those dragons mm-hmm.
1: and everyone's just like yeah sure atlantis can also exist i guess I I had not actually seen that particular arc but I have heard about it and it it is just an entire stretch of the show that is a side quest essentially
0: well cuz basically what you get into situations where you're making filler like the worst kind of filler is when you're you go what do we know about these characters and you have three notes on them, and then you use them to tell basically the exact same story, and you're like, oh, well, what was the last villain everyone liked? Let's basically just make them again. Ah, yes, the bleach problem. (laughs) I can't even tell which parts of bleach are filler and which aren't.
1: (laughs) Which might be an issue. Uh, I I admit I have not seen much of bleach, but I do know that there is one particularly infamous moment where the first time... Oh, what's even the main character's name? I can't Jigo recall. Kurosaki. Yeah, when he uh, he has the moment where he turns into a hollow and, you know, he's become this rampaging monster and he, you know, suddenly regains control of himself, rips the hollow mask off and continues to fight as himself. That like happens beat for beat. Exactly the same again, like a season later. Look, you got to be able to reuse animation. Mm -hmm.
0: Also, (laughs) I I really want to point out, we, Sam, we planned this terribly. Uh, We're talking about Dragon Ball and Bleach without Jacob or Jay. (laughs) Ah, damn it. You're right. (laughs) I was really trying to aim to One Piece because that's something I can talk about. But no. (laughs) Well, uh,
1: let's talk about One
0: Piece then. (laughs) Uh, So One Piece um, has some pretty good filler arcs. Uh, They're watchable. Um, The better Mm. ones are the short ones where you get like three episodes to like um, it used to be just as like a three episode mini arc as a filler. Now you normally only get them when they're promoting a movie. And those are pretty good. The movies for One Piece actually have gotten significantly better. But um, one of the worst ones uh, early on is um, the one that establishes dragons are real in One Piece way before One Piece determined dragons are real. Uh So they work like Western dragons. I was about to
1: say are they western dragons, you know, big treasure hoarding monsters or the eastern dragons? Um they look like western dragons. Uh basically the whole thing is cuz
0: that's another thing when you knew you were in early one piece filler is um do they find a child who is immediately endeared to the crew? Mm. Because that is every single time in One Piece, every, you can tell it's a filler episode because there is a like six to eight year old child who becomes a member of the crew, basically. Because the manga for One Piece skews a little older than the anime does, so the anime, whenever they get free reign, are just like, let's throw more kids in here so it feels more cutesy and it appeals, which is not appeals what, to our younger audience, which is not what Oda wants. Yeah. But you know, One Piece is for
1: everyone. And also Kirby ladies. <laughs> uh, my experience with One Piece is basically I uh, I watched Totally Not Mark's entire review series on it. <laughs> oh, so then
0: you know about the best uh, One Piece filler arc, which is actually considered canon by a lot of fans, which is the G8 mm-hmm. saga. Um, basically what happens, uh, in between the Skypea arc and the next arc, uh, they're up in a sky island. And what happens, um, in the anime or what happens in the manga is actually kind of uneventful. They just fall down and crash into the water. There's like a few scenes that you typically get when one piece like does travel, you'll get like, oh, here's the crew barely interacting. The anime does a better job of like, hey, it takes a few episodes to get from place to place so you can get some like these people actually hang out as friends. Mm-hmm. But what happened in the manga was yeah, they fight a, a
1: squid, I think, and it, it barely matters. Um, there, there There's a big monster. Luffy does a stretch punch at it. <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: it's not eventful. But what happens in the anime is they accidentally land in the secret uh, marine base g8 ah yes and their ship is immediately captured and they all have to do like this eight episode undercover
1: spy arc and it's just so cool <laughs> i gotta say just from the way you're describing it that sounds exactly up my alley suddenly turned yeah, everything into a heist movie i'm for it it's 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 pretty cool and it also does hit some of the problems you get with
0: filler is um The uh, the rank that the uh, I forget if it's captain, it's been a while since I've seen, but the head of that base is referred to by a rank in the brains, which later on implies he needs to be significantly more powerful than Mm -hmm. he is to. (laughs) In all fairness, he does look like he um, at no point do they beat him. They kind of just play on the fact that he doesn't want to get too involved. (laughs) He wants to live a careful life. But um, it's, it's a really good arc, but the implications are kind of weird. But it does give uh, some motivation for one of Luffy's techniques. He like gets inspiration for a technique that had already been revealed in the manga during that mm-hmm. arc. And it feels good because when that technique comes out in the manga, he doesn't really explain where it comes from. He just says, I had this idea and uses it. So it's a cool little like additional bonus, even though it's not necessarily canon
1: all right yeah that that i feel is a very compelling way to do filler uh when you use filler as a moment to reinforce a character it can be very powerful in that regard um what i was saying earlier about how one of the ways you can get filler in manga is if the manga has no idea where they're actually going and just kinds of end up spinning the wheels for a little bit uh as much as i love it jojo's bizarre adventure does have a bit of this oh really how so yeah so uh this mostly happens in my experience in parts three and four because those are the most episodic ones of the series uh parts one and two being more structured classic adventure stories uh one of part three's strengths that people really love it for is the fact that it is a monster of the week story with this cool new fight system that Iraqi came up with and that really lets him flex his muscles when it comes to coming up with crazy powers and how they interact but a lot of it ends up not being super consequential In the way that a lot of Monster of the Week stories are like, think about how in Power Rangers, they don't really call back to a lot of the monsters that they destroy. They just, you know, have the standard fight a couple of the putties, then they big monster shows up and they have to activate the zords to merchandise the toys and destroy the big monster. And other than that, it's not really thought about the same kind of happens in parts three and four of Jojo. Except where, you know, big, important character arc defining villains are involved. The one that gets me as being a good filler chapter for the purposes of not really super impacting the plot, but very much... Uh, informing you about characters is the part in part four where Josuke burns down (laughs) Josuke burns down Rohan's house while playing dice what (laughs) (laughs) so Matt uh, you've not read or watched Jojo right that is correct okay (laughs) so there is a moment in part four where the Jojo it meets a guy who claims to be an alien and has the power to shapeshift. Okay. He, dem- he demonstrably has the power to shapeshift into like inanimate objects. And in order to beat a side character in a bet, uh, Joe has this alien shapeshift into a set of dice that can be manually controlled because of course they're a living being. And Rohan Immediately becomes suspicious of this and does increasingly drastic and overdramatic things to increase the stakes of their otherwise benign betting game in order to make Josuke admit to the fact that he's cheating at the game. Mm-hmm. and this culminates in Rohan nearly losing a finger and his house getting set on fire. And Josky's like, dude, your house is on fire. What are we going to do about this? And he's like, I don't care. I need to defeat you in this game. And while Rohan's house being burned down comes up mildly in like ov- in like supplementary material after part four is done... It doesn't do a whole lot to shake up the actual plot progression of part four, but it really hammers home the relationship between Josuke and Rohan and mm-hmm. being mildly adver- not even mildly, and being very adversarial, yet they can't really seem to bring themselves to hate each other enough that they stop being friends. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> it part four is a very strange part of saying something and I yeah and I, I kind of love it for all of that okay cool it, it, <laughs> it it's also another one where Iraqi was very clearly riding by the seat of his pants and he had the idea of where he wanted to go and didn't really get there for, like, ten chapters? <laughs> I mean, a part of me
0: still is on the fence that it's still the original source material. So it's not so much filler. It's it, mm-hmm. it was put there for a reason. It's a pacing issue if you don't like that nothing happened. Like, I can actually complain that Next Life has filler in it, but I don't know what the light novel had in it. So maybe <laughs> it's just nothing happens. Um yeah, it could be. Like, I, I don't like it when um, filler is used to mean I don't like the slice of life bits. Like, uh, All right. Yeah, I get what you mean, because like it, it's an important part that um, when you're in a series, especially bot, battle shonen, really fall down this thing where these people are literally just only doing major arcs one after another. And you keep getting told this group of people is are friends. And you're like, but why? Like Dragon Ball is a great example. Why are these people friends? <laughs> Yeah. Why do these people invite each other to their birthday parties? It's it's just not something we saw in the first arc. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to wager a bet. We don't see a lot of it going forward. That's not true. We saw
1: a lot of it in Super. Yeah, we did. Actual like oh, reasons time. for these people to like each other. But then Super's the most recent thing. So. It's the best. <laughs> I, I, I disagree with that, but.
0: <laughs> well. We can agree to have bad opinions, Sam. (laughs) That is what we are here for. I'm just saying one of us controls the official Twitter account's opinion. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) Bringing back my thing, though, is um, filler in manga doesn't really exist because everything in there... Mm -hmm is there for a reason and sometimes people just don't like it there and you can disagree with the pacing or you can disagree with why the author would put it there but it's not filler Mm because it it means something now if you want to pretend like something didn't happen maybe um if you want to forget you aged up a character and only draw his child form throughout an entire arc sure i feel like that's a specific reference uh yeah um (laughs) the uh the i forget what the young namekian is uh during the boo saga um oh Dende! yeah Den, uh toriyama <laughs> keeps forgetting he aged uh Dende Dende. up for the boo saga because it's been like 15 years or it's 10 years yeah. right something like that yeah. Yeah. and so occasionally you'll just see child Dende. <laughs>
1: it happens look (laughs) uh that's that's a thing though that occurred to me um we think a lot about filler as because uh you and i grew up in the time when you know like Naruto and Dragon Ball and One Piece were the big three. And they were the thing that everybody was talking about. They were the thing that was the gateway to most most American kids to anime. And all three of them in their anime adaptations have copious filler, particularly Naruto and Dragon Ball. So we're kind of in the generation of anime fans that grew up experiencing th- the most like iconic kind of stretches of filler
0: well yeah because you don't really see filler that bad anymore because you don't get shonens that just have like a blank check to keep producing episodes i'm pretty sure one piece is the only one that still has its blank check uh bar two i i'm not sure i haven't i have not been keeping up with boruto at all i mean if you guys want us to read boruto just
1: go ahead and uh Pester. message at over on Cast. yeah pe- and tell us to read it Pester at over cast on twitter have any of it or you know i have not read naruto oh. i've not read shippuden so this will be uh basically completely new so exactly what uh hishiyama wanted <laughs> i mean yeah we could read more super
0: uh, oh, just feel free send your uh, send your requests and i will overrule literally everyone else's vote to do whatever you want dear listener
1: yeah you're i use my power for memes not for <laughs> uh, depending on who you ask but yeah Fair. uh that's true you don't see filler to that extent a lot these days and i i think that might just be indicative of the fact that the big three did so much to grind the nature of filler into people it's like we have a very clear idea of what it is so people making manga and anime now know what it is and know how to avoid it or circumvent it or use it to their benefit well, also a big thing what you get is from
0: anime adaptations is they buy them in seasons now. Mm-hmm. You're not just getting a, a time slot that you keep every day of the year. You are like uh, My Hero Academia just got season five mm-hmm. to date the episode. Uh, <laughs> um, but like it it comes out in seasons. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen uh, had one season that it might get more of. Um no Game, No Life. Only got one season and is never going to get anything more. Please don't make me depressed. <laughs> I want an, I want No Game, No Life 2 season 2. Oh, I can keep mentioning things that will never get new seasons.
1: Um, <sighs> Overlord? That's yeah. not true. They're making their next season. Yeah, Overlord uh, did pretty good for keeping up its seasons. Uh, we'll be talking more about Overlord in the Isekai discussion episode, so... <laughs> Uh let's say though what was i what was i going to say i was going to say need something some filler
0: for uh, some time to think of your filler discussion. okay yeah i would yeah, so, that'd be great um, that'd be wonderful thank uh, you another uh show that does filler amazingly uh is detective conan because about 90% of that show is filler uh to the point that people <laughs> will even say the manga is filler because um for some reason people think detective conan is about the plot and those people I was going to call them idiots, but I should probably be nicer on a recorded medium. Um, <laughs> <laughs> be a bit more diplomatic. Yeah, no, uh, those people are misguided <laughs> because Detective Conan isn't a show about, like, everyone is vaguely aware of the general premise via cultural osmosis, but Jimmy Kudo, a uh, high school detective, gets a mysterious drug administered to him by the men in black that cause him to revert into the body of a child. And that premise is. is told- drunk. Unless he gets drunk, then- which was added, uh, in the, uh, I think two arcs in, but, um, so it, it basically flip-flops between there and it remains in pretty much stasis as far as the plot goes up until, um, the addition of a character I'm blanking on the name of, but she's basically another adult woman that was drugged, uh, and she knows more about the organization, but also is just content hanging out with, um, Conan and his friends, so... <laughs> But um, essentially, even within the context of the manga is the number of chapters that are plot relevant of the 900 something chapters they've done and a thousand episodes they've done are like non-existent, Mm -hmm. (laughs) especially because uh, the anime has a a great habit of what they do is um, just remaster old episodes and those count as new episodes in the episode count. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. For one of their milestones, they just remade uh, the Midnight Sonata murder case, which is a very famous, like early case that's considered like one of the best ones. Mm. And it's a two parter. So two of their uh, um, 1000
1: episodes are remakes of earlier episodes. (laughs) Because uh, the thing that everybody loves more than a filler episode is a recap episode. But no. Yeah.
0: So the, the big thing is why that doesn't matter. Is because Detective Conan isn't about the plot. The plot is a framing device for why you do these murder mysteries once a week.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's a it's a serial. So you need and serials by their very nature are very plot stagnant and repeatable.
0: But like I, I think that's something that um in like uh this new media age of like streaming services and everything, and everything like the big Thing like about a decade ago was, oh, well, this show was episodic, but we've got like a little running thread of plot in between. Mm-hmm. And people have taken that to mean that's the main story, which sometimes things can just be episodic. You can just enjoy things going from episode to episode. Mm-hmm expecting like the big overarching plot to be the main thing is kind of to the detriment of the series. It's supposed to be like a little added bonus in a lot of
1: things. Yeah, this is also the age of binging, (laughs) which is, you know, indicative of the fact that Streaming services will just release an entire season all in a day, and people can, in that single day, consume the entire season. Stepping out of the anime and manga world temporarily, that's what was so weird about shows like uh, The Boys Season 2 and WandaVision, and that they continue to do the weekly releases when it's like... People just want you to release the whole season at once. Just yeet it all on Amazon at the same time. And we will spend a whole day in the dark watching it.
0: Yeah, but then you don't get to own the Twitter first for like the <laughs> month your show is releasing. That's true. That's true. <sighs> and I mean, also, I the weekly release for a lot of things, I think, is better because a lot of shows that are like inherently episodic. Watching a bunch of them all at once is really not the best way to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really give it's you time like, to digest what happens. Yeah, I was, I was like I was just about to say, it's like if I went into a bakery and got a cake and then proceeded to eat the entire cake in my car and then complained to the grocery store that I got a stomach ache, like maybe that's not the store's fault. Mm hmm. That being said, I'm not sure yeah, this example like, really tracks because but what I'm saying is my preferred <laughs> method would be the grocery store to send me a slice of cake each week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the metaphor kind of falls apart, but all I, it, it is, I guess you could call it portion control in your media diet. Ooh, man, I just realized a cake subscription service where they only sent you one piece of cake
0: a week would be pretty rad because it'd Ooh. be different types of Sam, cut off the recording. This is going to be a real idea. We're going to put out
1: <laughs> <laughs> new manga cast cake service.
0: I don't think the name has anything to do with uh, why they sell cake.
1: Just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we we write we write our URL and icing on each uh, slice <laughs>
0: to the latest episode. Yeah. In order to save money, we've got to make the cakes out of cardboard, but we make it up in
1: icing. <laughs> yes. Uh, What was I going to say, though? Uh, Yeah, binging. um, The age of binging is kind of anathema to filler, like... I watched the entirety of uh, ReZero season one in like a weekend, which, by the way, I do not recommend. ReZero, great show. Great. Uh, absolutely great anime. I really enjoyed it. I don't recommend doing the entire thing in one weekend. It will spiral your emotions into the abyss. Matt here. I would also recommend not watching ReZero. Full stop. <laughs> well different strokes i sometimes i just like being sad okay (laughs) but uh yeah that is that is again not really going to be conducive with filler you want your show in this day and age to be as watchable in in an entire sitting as possible Even if that's not necessarily best for digesting individual episodes and understanding the plot, that is just how people do things. People work all week and then they have their Saturday to catch up on their latest, on their favorite show. When things When you had your Saturday morning cartoons or your Saturday morning anime, when uh, four kids got a hold of stuff, that was an easy way to hook people from week to week. But now you can just wait for it all to be out and then go stream it on Netflix or whatever. And filler will just make people eventually get sick of it. Or you could just skip the filler episodes. (laughs) Well, yeah. But how do you know what's a filler episode Uh, If you are in the vanguard of first consumers watching a thing. That's why you never be the first lemming off the cliff, Sam. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. If you can have the patience to uh, hold off on watching something until uh, uh, other people have come in and reviewed it, though, again, in the in the age of the Twitterverse, that is a uh, dangerous prospect. Seeing what the mob thinks of it works well for me. I mean, you've seen our
0: uh, manga poll list. I have. I have. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, other people thought this was good. Oh, well, I was going to pick something I liked, but we know what happens
1: there. (laughs) 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 Look, the one the one pick that I had nearly nearly made Jay Rage quit that episode. It's fine. (laughs) Kill 6 billion demons part 2. Uh
0: recommend it. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: Something <laughs> happens in <laughs> book
1: 2. <laughs> a lot of things happen in book 2. There's a s- good. That's uh more than what happened in book 1. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of gets back to what I was saying earlier about how filler it, it it is uh it is splitting hairs at some point on what's filler to fill up time and what is just a thing the pacing of which you don't like actually that was your point as opposed to mine which is just you know reinforcing the status quo i'm not sure people were paying attention you could probably just get away with
0: stealing that and you can make it sound like you're a really smart person who has really intelligent thoughts and because i'm such a good friend i'd let you have
1: that Uh, but i have this thing where i feel weird about stealing ideas (laughs) oh you writers always worried about plagiarism (laughs) yeah the writer in me is just like oh that's plagiarism oh no stop it Uh
0: no you need to get into software if you're not stealing
1: things (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like even i a huge fan of kill six billion demons look at part uh, look at book one and i'm like the pacing on this is just molasses but i know from having read the rest of it that everything being talked about here is relevant whether you're reading it at a surface level to just to just recognize proper nouns when they show up or whether you're reading it at a very deep level and trying to anticipate what's happening
0: well like i think when i read kill six billion demons at no point did i think this was unnecessary i just was like ooh this is a very strong mood they're going for i i understood it was <laughs> <Yeah>. done intentionally
1: <laughs>
0: i just didn't appreciate it <laughs> fair <laughs> fair enough oh man what what else is a good uh good example of filler like we we've we've been kind of heavy on it but like as we said earlier it does have a necessity in the medium mm-hmm. like otherwise you're catching up to um What's being written and you either run out of source material uh, and then you're up with two options there. You can have what one piece does, which is every chapter that gets released,
1: gets turned into two episodes. Yeah. And because that's the thing, because if it's a weekly manga at what most people would consider optimal pacing, it's four to five chapters per episode. Oh, oh, you don't know the one piece fans. Uh, duty Mm. sam
0: we we've been lucky to get um a one and a half episodes out of a chapter or sometimes if we've been really good we might get one chapter turned into one episode
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's uh it's not great it looks pretty i've seen clips of the wano arc anime looks pretty they've uh they've really
0: uh brought out all the stops to make it look really good If only most of that wasn't characters remaining perfectly still and background noise to turn a three panel fight into two episodes. Oof. (laughs) But anyway, that's one of the two things you can happen when you come up to this. But I think the next segue we should really go into is the other option you have, which is an anime original ending where you veer off and take the plot in your own direction.
1: Hi, Full Metal Alchemist 2003. Hi, I didn't see you over there. Oh, Full Metal Alchemist 2003. Have you met Soul Eater? Oh, God. I'm, okay, both of those are on our reading list. Episodes on them will come out eventually, but I have got thoughts on them. <laughs> on both of them. Oh, geez, I don't. It, see, here's the thing FMA 2003 is a good show i don't necessarily agree with where the with where the like plot reveals go as making a whole lot of sense because it does lead into hitler wants to become an alchemist (laughs) But he did open a portal so dragons could come through <laughs> to win World War II. Conqueror Shambhala is something, but um, ultimately, FMA 2003 is a is a very enjoyable watch. And my one problem with Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is that it kind of expected you to either read the have read the manga or seen 2003. For the first... Yeah, it does just fast-forward through the first couple of arcs. The first 10 episodes presume that you've seen previous content. And when my friend told me I needed to watch Brotherhood, but I needed to watch 2003 first, that's the only reason I would have watched 2003 all the way through. Um, I don't know. Like, Fullmetal Alchemist is an interesting case, because
0: I don't think the anime original stuff is bad. It... It isn't. It's just different, and some people just don't like things that are different.
1: The The thing with Fullmetal Alchemist is it's such a very thoughtful series that's trying to send a very specific message, and the anime original ending... Kind of it's in the same ballpark as that message, but it's definitely not what was what was originally intended. And that's why it feels like it took a severe left turn at some point. I can get that. I don't
0: know. Um, in general, I, I think I agree with you. I'm just being a little hesitant because I don't want to step on the toes of my like kind of controversial opinion about adaptations of things which Mm -hmm. I would consider an anime original ending to be like the anime has decided it's going to be different than the manga. Cause normally in cases of adaptations, I don't really care if it's different from the source material because like Mm -hmm. if you wanted it to be exactly the same, you can still read the source material To, to be like, I want to watch a movie that is like reading the book. I don't understand what you want because the book already exists. You mm-hmm. want
1: something that is inherently going to disappoint you. And speaking of Full Metal Alchemist, we know what an attempted one-to-one translation of iconic moments ends up doing. It creates the Netflix live-action FMA movie, which is
0: crap. Yeah, like it's it's just At that point, you're just trying to be the manga. And I I think you need to understand that an anime is different than a manga. A movie is different than an anime. Like, they're all different mediums. You have to tackle them differently. And sometimes you're going to need to make changes. And sometimes you can go in new, interesting directions. Like, like what if lust um, became a real girl? Yeah, like sometimes you get like that in filler is where they take like weird, interesting what ifs and they Mm -hmm. go off in that direction. And you're like, ooh, that would be interesting if that didn't happen. I wonder how that goes. And like, it's it's original thought, at the very least, as opposed to just doing the same thing over and yeah. over again.
1: Yeah, I see where you're going with that. I think uh, Fullmetal Alchemist is a strange... It, it It's a better Mr. example Mr. than Soul Eater. <laughs> Soul Eater. Soul yeah. Eater is Soul Eater's don't a thing. I think either <laughs> of Soul Eater's endings I... are very... Uh, yeah, we really can't yeah. go into either. Neither of them. them are, neither of them are super satisfying. The mangas,
0: yeah. satisfying at least. It 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 is an ending as opposed, as opposed to, to uh,
1: the the anime's one, which is hey, we beat the big bad and the adventure continues. Yeah, it, I don't know.
0: I that, This is getting into a weird territory of Matt defending (laughs) his weird opinions about media that has nothing to do with filler. Because I'm also like, ooh, but if an ending is unsatisfying, but that's what the author intended, I think maybe you should suck it up because maybe you're supposed to feel unsatisfied. (laughs) Maybe things don't always neatly tie together. like, why do you want everything to be a happy ending? Like, things can just mm-hmm. be okay endings for <laughs> characters. It's like, not
1: even necessarily that I would want a happy ending for everything, but at least a cathartic ending, which is uh, to uh, pivot back to FMA, is why I do like uh, 2003. Because it, it doesn't necessarily give a happy ending to characters with different uh, conclusions to their stories, like Lust or Scar, but they're very cathartic endings like lust is still uh, spoilers for full metal alchemist, 2003, if you haven't seen it, but lust becomes a real girl again and remembers her life before she was turned into an, a homunculus. And that life was very short and tragic. And having those memories isn't happy it doesn't make her feel any better because but it is cathartic cuz now she's not lost she's just kind of sad <laughs> but at least she isn't lost anymore and she can start building a new uh, a life that is hers where she's not being you know controlled by people and unlike in brotherhood where he forsakes the idea of revenge and tries and decides that the best revenge is to live well. He just in uh, FMA two thousand three. He pulls some serious shit and kills a lot of Amestrians. And while it's not a good ending, it's not a happy one. It is a very cathartic one because he got to he got to deliver the pain that he was feeling back on the ones that caused it. You might not think it's the good thing that happened, but it is what he kind of wanted. Hmm. And that's what you're getting at, how uh, anime-only plot hooks and endings like that can really just change your entire perspective on a character. Yeah, and like filler in general can give you like different
0: aspects of someone's personality, which mm-hmm. we're tying back into the whole thing, is when filler is good, it's when it's adding a new it's adding to the world rather than just rehashing what people like about the world. Mm-hmm. It's well, it's filling in another layer. Yeah, it's like adding some world building. It's uh, world building's a little hard because then you're like, oh, is this canon world mm-hmm. building or not? But that's uh, back to the One Piece problem. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of problems. Like uh, Naruto has a lot of uh, interesting implications by the fillers.
1: Yeah. I there, there's too much of it for for me to even like actually think about. To think of a specific one, like I said, or way earlier back in the episode, when I think of Naruto filler, I think of the Rasengan motorboat. <laughs> yeah,
0: or how the Rasengan has like seven different forms from all the filler movies. Ah, uh, yes, mm-hmm. the
1: Rainbow Rasen- Rasengan. Don't think I've pronounced it correctly once. Um. Eh, whatever. Uh, though my favorite bit of is this canonical world building from Naruto movies for filler. Um, Gatling guns. Yeah,
0: that's kind of the weird space of like, what is the technology level in Naruto? And honestly, I feel if I was closer to its familiarity, that's something I could give you an actual answer on. I think we're going under the logic that they don't have firearms because ninjas can dodge bullets. Yeah. I, I think that's what we have to go with, and the loud explosion is enough for them to instantly teleport. But if you throw a shuriken in at subsonic speeds, it doesn't activate his dueling shield. And then you, <laughs> as the Muhadim, will be able to see the seven pathways of life and go along the valley until you can then claim yourself the rightful throne as the Emperor of Dune. <laughs>
1: is that a dune reference that was a long (laughs) way to go for a reference you weren't gonna get (laughs) and there you go i think that might be the ultimate take on filler a long way to go for a reference you're probably not gonna get if you just stick with the canonicals with the canonical uh plot progressing stuff
0: I mean, yeah, if we want to go into the filler of Dune, there's the like seven novels his son wrote
1: that no <laughs> one likes.
0: <laughs> uh, but that's not that's not manga, so we don't have to talk about it.
1: Yeah, if we if we started talking about filler in uh, literature, oh, boy, do I have thoughts on the legend address? <laughs> uh, don't worry,
0: that's our following side podcast. Um, now would be a good time to me have a prepared pun about Dritts. But, uh. <laughs> that time
1: I woke up in Feyrun?
0: Oh, I was thinking like way lazier. <laughs> oh, oh, well, that's a good filler discussion we've had, Samuel. It is indeed, Matt. Oh, man hopefully we can go back to talking about manga next week
1: yeah uh, we'll be back with our regularly scheduled programming next thursday thank you for tuning in everybody and listening to the over manga cast remember to give us a review on your podcast review uh platform of choice we do see those reviews and we are extremely happy to get them uh And, of course, uh, follow us on Twitter at OverMangaCast so you can get our shit posting, our shit opinions, and yell your own at us in order to maybe influence what we read. If checking in with no
0: one, I will confirm everyone who sends in something to OverMangaCast. I will force everyone to read that manga one for one.
1: Maybe, maybe (laughs) don't. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Uh, I always
0: love bold promises we could never possibly fulfill. Yep. (laughs)